This is Trigger Point, episode 37. My name's Serena, and sitting across from me is my co-host, Peter. Hello, Peter. Hello, everyone. It is now officially our first episode in uh, for four years now, like as in like this is our fourth year in recording podcasts, and this is our first episode. Ah? <laughs> that doesn't make sense to you? No, no, okay. Last episode... Oh, was last year was the, the, the end of our, our third, third year. year. So yep. this is the start of our, our fourth, fourth year. year. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's right. like the first episode of season four. Yeah, that makes sense. Season four. <laughs> yeah. do, do we have any new goals for like season four? <laughs> do we have any goals to, for any of our seasons? No, not really. <laughs> it's generally like, let's see if we can keep this up for another year. <laughs> yeah, like let's just sit in front of the microphone and... And chat like we normally do and just <laughs> see where it goes from there. Uh, anyway, so what have we been up to? Well, what have you been up to? I, I must say my life's been pretty boring, actually, so I don't think I've done much. So sad. Uh, <laughs> I know I've done stuff. I know I was thinking about it. I, I knew I had that idea where I was like, oh, I need to write this stuff down because I want to talk to, a, to Peter about it. And then you forgot it. And, 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 and then I forgot. Yeah. Um, Goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, uh, there's certain joys about living life moment to moment with no <laughs> memories of what happened in the past. <laughs> Which is why they say people have amnesia are the most happiest people. Because, yeah. You know, they don't care. <laughs> except, except I must be holding some kind of tension. Like I must be holding some memory of some some grudge that mm. i'm not you know aware of because i don't know whether i've told you i've been seeing a uh, specialist for my jaw oh because my jaw's been doing the whole locking and popping yeah, yeah, thing yeah, right yeah, yeah. so it was causing me some pain i went to see a dentist they prescribed a night guard for mm. me to wear that made it worse oh because made it worse made it worse because um i was chewing on it at night uh, right because normally my teeth when they go together they kind of like hold like the they, space they, yeah. they, there's like the teeth kind of goes into the empty spaces mm. of the teeth above it and so there's just whole holding place when you put a night guard on it's only on my upper teeth so now there's this smooth surface for my lower jaw to kind of constantly move around on so firstly i'm clenching on it tighter secondly i'm grinding on that oh. so it's i'm grinding my teeth even more than before um so firstly the specialist told me to uh, install an app mm. and it will remind me every now now and then to focus on what's happening in my mouth to see whether I'm clenching because I thought I wasn't clenching. Mm. But except now that I have the app, I find out that throughout the day, uh, did you know that people's teeth are not supposed to be touching except for when you're eating? Your top row of teeth and your bottom row of teeth should not be touching throughout the day. Yeah. The only time they touch is when you're chewing. Mm. I did not do, know that. My teeth are constantly together. Oh, okay. Yeah, not 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 tightly clenched, but they're constantly touching. Mm. I thought that's the natural way of things. Mm. You wouldn't think there's supposed to be a gap between your top and bottom teeth. <laughs> Apparently, you're, you're supposed to. So the app reminds me to loosen up mm. throughout the day and to release all, the jaw. <laughs> release the jaw. <laughs> oh God, that was such a bad pun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. That. that was terrible. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I'm supposed to record uh, how much tension I'm holding. Is it mm-hmm. just like my teeth are touching? Am I clenching? Am I grinding? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I've noticed, no, I'm not grinding my teeth during the day. I'm not really holding it in. But there is tension throughout the day. Yeah. And so he asked me to go and see a physio. So I've been seeing a physio every week. And they've been massaging my face area, like the jaw mm. area. I did not realize that there were like muscles in my facial area that has essentially become bands of tight muscle oh like when they really like when they they're massaging on it there's just pain radiating through my head (laughs) because it's like what is this what is happening and they're going on into it like wow this is really tight and they're like really like rubbing and pushing it and i'm like oh my god this is this is happy pain this is happy pain (laughs) like you know when things will release later it'll be happy pain but it means that every week because they're doing it every week Mm. the times that they're not doing it like in between the days in between i'm getting this pain Mm. in my jaw because all the muscles is trying to relax mm. so they're also saying i should take some neurofin because if there's pain i'm not i'm going to avoid using the muscle which is going to cause more issues mm. so i need to find mas- muscle relaxants and stuff like that so apparently uh my jaw the back of my neck everything is fucked up <laughs> and uh 
And they're like, you're holding a lot of tension. So apparently there's some unresolved issues <laughs> and um, something is getting retained. Imagine if I wasn't a goldfish. Oh, wow. I would just be like clenching my teeth and I'll be like, I'm coming into the recording with you, Peter. How are you doing, Peter? It's, like, it's been I... a very good day, hasn't it? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's why you're goldfish. You're, 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 this is your body trying to protect yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, we need to we need to make Serena forget about this thing so that she doesn't harm herself further. <laughs> like, just relax. Relax. It's nothing. It's nothing. Forget about forget it. Forget about oh, it. No. A little niggling thing. Just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. Oh, now that you know you just said those three words, I can't No, do not think about oh, did you know Frozen 2 is gonna come out? That's what I was about to oh. say. I was like, oh, Frozen 2 is coming out. Uh yeah. Are you gonna watch it? I am. I like Frozen. No, I, I, I liked Frozen, but when have you ever seen a Disney sequel work out? That is true. I haven't seen the trailer. I don't know what it's about. Mm. But the only thing I have a hope for mm. is because I liked Frozen. I didn't love Frozen. Mm. Right? There were certain fundamental things about it that I've had problems with. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Maybe. How bad could it? And I'm I, I'm not going to finish that sentence because that's just asking <laughs> for just, it. It's just asking for something to go wrong. All right. So I'm kind of like I kind of want to watch it, mm. but I don't want to pay too much money for it. So <laughs> I was saying to Andrew, hey, you know, there's a local cinema in like we have a local cinema yeah, that's yeah. only seven bucks, right? Like, way cheap. The seats are very uncomfortable. It's a very small cinema, mm. but it's cheap. Mm. The only problem is that cinema because it's so cheap. Every mother takes their kid there. Oh. And this is a Disney movie. Yeah. So it will be completely surrounded by children. Mm. And the seats are so small. Like, you are essentially smelling the hair of the person sitting in front of you. Sure, they're kids. You're not going to reach their head. It's fine. But it means if you have someone sitting behind you and they start kicking at your yeah. chair, it will annoy the living daylights out of me. So I'm kind of like weighing the pros and cons. Like, do I want to pay a full price ticket to go and watch a Disney sequel? It's kind of like, have you ever seen Return of Jafar? That I is did, like, yeah. that was one of the, and, and Swan Princess. Those were the two things I watched a sequel for yeah. and I regretted it. Oh, because they didn't have, they didn't have, um, the, uh, they didn't have Robert William doing the genie, genie number yeah. two. I kind of don't really remember Return of the Jafar, so. Oh. That's your body, um, that's, uh, like protecting like now that, you. Now that you mentioned, it, I I do remember bits of it, but not not enough of it for me to remember yeah. the show. So, no. Um, they don't even get the same artist to draw it. Oh, really? Yeah, Jafar looked really weird, and oh. so did Genie. Like everything looked slightly off because okay. they just didn't put as much effort in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now with Frozen, I think it's I I think the animation will be fine. But now now think about it. We're saying, oh, Frozen is such a big franchise; they won't fuck it up. Remember Aladdin? It was very big mm. back in the day, mm. and they still. But I don't know, like with Aladdin, like with Return of Jafar, it was never really marketed marketed that that like in, in such a way to say that oh, this is the new Disney yeah, movie, right? True, so, true. so in 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 contrast to obviously, you know, when Aladdin came out, it was big, and yeah. when Beauty and the Beast came out, it was big. Yeah, um, you know, uh. When Little Mermaid came yeah, out, yeah. It was big. Yeah. Like Lion King, it was like it, there was a lot of hype and generate. Uh, uh, the, there was gener a lot of generated hype. Generated hype for those shows coming out. With the sequels, none of them really no. had that. And, and in in in, I mean, even in like you know, with like Lion King, like a lot of them, their sequels were more direct to video, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And I had I had. Suspicion that Jafar, Return of Jafar, also kind of did that. Yeah, like it was more like yeah. direct to video. It's the sequel, but we're not really putting a lot of effort yeah, into yeah. this. Kind we're of just thing. grabbing money because we can. Yeah, yeah, right. Whereas I think nowadays with Frozen Two, because it is such a big franchise. Well, and, also and, now sequels are a thing. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and and I feel like maybe with this one because that's the case, it, it will be better. Mm, I think now, I, okay, and, that, and, that's and the fact and the fact that you know they did get. I think they did get every uh, original actor to come back to reprise their roles. So yeah, okay. um, at least I think I know, I think Idina Menzel is still voicing um, 
Elsa. Uh, Elsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think... Uh, I don't know who else. Kristen... I think it's Kristen is voicing Anna. Mm-hmm. Kristen have, what? Bell. I don't know who I don't know who who voice acts what. Yeah, but anyway, so I, yeah. I think I, anyway I think they do get most of their original cast to come back, so that would help. Mm, um, true. I had one listen to one of the new songs because actually the new song the new album is is all, out already is out. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I know, right? You'd, I couldn't you'd, help myself. You'd, you'd listen to all of it. Just no, one just one it. song. Mm-hmm. Um, How did it sound? Oh, your expression doesn't give me hope. It was. It's a weird song. Oh. Like, I don't know. I, I listened to it because I, I, it was one of the Indianamental songs, so I, I expected it to be like, you know, the belting type mm, of song, mm, right? Mm, mm. Uh, and it was. Um, but the start of the song is... Like, the chorus was fine. Yeah. But the, 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 the verse was very talkative. Uh, so I think I needed to watch it, watch it yep, to kind yep, of yep. get it. Whereas, mm-hmm. you know, with, with Let It Go, obviously the whole song was built... Yeah, into it, right? Where, yep. And I feel this this song is more like you need to listen. You need to see her talking. Yeah, yeah. Because she's she's apparently she's talking to something oh. or one. I okay. don't know what it is, right? Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, so you want to see what it? I is. I need to see it before uh, I make okay, a judgment okay, okay. on that. But I stopped myself to yeah, you know, yeah, to to to, to spoil. So you didn't want to spoil. So, so I was yeah, like, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. that's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, okay, Just, okay. But um, yeah. I, I on one hand, I kind of expect them to but on the other hand i don't want them to like i don't want them to deliberately go into making this and wanting to make like you know another like let it go version two like deliberately trying to make a song like that or or deliberately trying to you know um re re uh recapture that well, here I was actually thinking, right? Normally, the the sequels don't work because most Disney shows are a romance, mm. and by the end of the first movie, the romance has happened. Yeah, it, yeah. it's they've married or whatever. It has come to fruition. Yeah, yeah. in Frozen, mm. it Didn't hasn't. Really, yeah. It hasn't, right? Because it wasn't a romance. Well, they try to sell it as if it was a romance, but then you find out later it's about sisterly love. Yeah, and. And Anna and uh, Hans had not gotten together yet, yeah, yeah. not in that sense. So mm. a sequel get work. work in that. Now, that's a very traditional way of thinking. It's like, oh, it's still about a romance. Like, it's not truly over until the romance yeah, is completed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very kind of traditional. I understand that the moment I said it, I yeah. realized the problem. <laughs> it was like, wait, the show is about sisterly love. So the sequel should still be about sisterly love. Mm. Shouldn't suddenly just go into romance just because, oh, that's the, that's the you know, yeah, formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I haven't seen the trailer. I, I don't know. So it'll be interesting to know from that point of view. Yeah. Now, in saying that, it's interesting because I have not been interested in Frozen 2 for very long. I didn't even know it was around. But I was at uh, Zing, the shop, the other day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was listening. Uh, while I was shopping, I heard that the song was on. And I'm like, oh, this is uh, Do You Want to Build a Snowman? Mm-hmm. But a punk version. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't the normal version because I was like, I was bopping my head on like, oh, this is a very catchy thing. Oh, it sounds very familiar. I'm like, wait a second. This is, do you want to build a snowman? But um, I like this one. <laughs> like as in, not that I didn't like the original one, but this is like a different feel. I went and scoured, like I tried to find what the the, the, yeah, the version, is. version is and I have it and they made three songs. Okay. Like this band had made three songs. I need to find the name of it. And um, I have been listening to those three songs on repeat, even before I knew about um, Frozen. Frozen. Oh, yeah. The group is called Stella Cart, mm. uh, two words. And um, it's the Frozen EP. And, yeah, they have Do You Want to Build a Snowman, Let It Go, mm. and For the First Time in Forever. And they're all punk versions of the song. Oh. And it's actually pretty good. So I will recommend that you try and listen to those okay. as well. Right. Um, yeah, they get very. Um, they become like earworms. There's been the multiple days when I woke up and I'd be like, "Do you want to feel the snowman?" Yeah, I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think um, yeah, this will be one of those films that like I'll, I'll try to like broke my goggles. Oh, you're going to use them as an excuse to go and watch these movies? Yes. <laughs> you see, me and Andrew, we just we we just embrace the idea that we are. Full-grown adults going to watch Disney movies, yeah. and we'd be like, 
you know what? We're true to ourselves. All you mothers and fathers there, you know you want to watch this. You are here for you, not for your child. <laughs> be honest. Be honest. <laughs> no, that should be directed at the godfathers, the godparents, because those are the people that would like... No, because the mother and fathers probably don't want to uh, go there. They have to. They're forced to. Whereas the godparents would be like, I'll take them to go watch this. <laughs> so I can watch it. I mean... So they can watch it. Yes, that's what I said. <laughs> to our topic. Uh, what is our topic this week, Serena? Uh, it's another Netflix show mm. uh, called Living With Yourself. Mm. It is with Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually going to make a comment about whether I like Paul Rudd or not. And then I just realized I'm really kind of ambiv- ambivalent about mm. him. Like, I don't actually. I haven't watched enough of his stuff really to kind of make a judgment. Uh-huh. Literally, the first thing, like, I mean, apart from Ant Man, Ant- yeah, um, I can't even remember the other shows that I've seen with him. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if that's enough of a. Yeah, like, which is why I'm kind of meh because I just remember him from Ant Man. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um. Apparently, because when we were watching the movie, and this is a little bit of a jump ahead, there was a scene where he was dancing, right? Mm. And I said to Andrew, wow, he's a strange dancer. And Andrew is like, oh my God, did you know there's a meme? I'm like, what do you mean? There's a meme of Paul Rudd dancing. I'm like, from this show? So like, no, 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 no. He, it's just a strange skit he did in this like comedy thing where he just walks into what looks like um, a Professor X room. You know how yeah, there's yeah. like a round room and there's a computer kind of desk in the middle of a round room like there's a platform that goes to the desk uh-huh. he walks there turns on this really old tv you know with the crt uh-huh. kind of yeah, yeah. kind of thing turns it on and there's essentially like a smaller version of him in a windows inside dancing <laughs> and he's like no no i don't like this look change it to another look and it becomes a different version of him dancing a different way and you know how you can have multiple uh in windows yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how you can have multiple uh, versions of the windows and they kind of like slightly offset each yeah, other yeah, yeah, yeah. so you see that kind of like multiple windows kind of popping up so it popping looks like him. a gif like dancing on the screen yeah and like you have the live version of him drinking coffee watching himself dance on the <laughs> screen and i'm like what am i watching and andrew's like yeah i know that's the weirdest thing no one knows what the point is and that was the end of the skit and I'm like i felt like i just wasted five minutes on my time he's like i know it's amazing I'm like andrew you're you're <laughs> Your definition of amazing and mine is completely different. Like we had paused in the middle of watching mm-hmm. Living With Yourself to watch that. And I'm like, what's the point? He's like, there was no point. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to play Living With Yourself again. And I'll try to forget that had ever happened. <laughs> but I thought I'll just share that experience with you because mm. it was terrible and i didn't want it to just live in my head and cause me to clench my teeth oh okay anyway so the point of the uh, the, sorry the premise of this movie is that paul rudd has a midlife crisis right like he's living in a life where he doesn't feel satisfied he's in a marriage where he feels everything's kind of dead um he feels like he's in a dead-end job like nothing kind of satisfies him and And he's no motivation no motivation no He's like a writer, supposedly, yeah, right? But um, he hasn't written in like years. Yeah, he has he has no muse. Mm. Um, he has no spark. No. And so um, he feels, you know, he feels, you know, stuck uh, stuck yeah. in a rut, basically, yeah. right? Yeah. And so um, at the start of the show, um, his his uh, colleague of his, um, you know, tells him, "Hey, there's I I understand your feeling." I be, I had been feeling that myself, yeah. but I went to the spa. It was the most ex- amazing experience. Mm. I come out of it and it's like... I'm renewed. I'm renewed. I'm reborn. <laughs> you need to try this. It, it requ- like You need to be rec- like referred. I'm going to give you that referral. You go and try this. This is amazing. Yeah. And so essentially he goes to the spa. Mm. It, was a, it looked a little dodgy. It was a lot of money. He spent that money. And then he woke up the na- next day and he felt amazing. It was life like had life had been renewed. Everything <laughs> was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Until... <laughs> Until the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, when he comes face-to-face with a very grumpy, very angry, very naked version of himself. Mm. He said, what the hell are you doing in my house? Yeah. 
and you essentially find out he's a clone, as in the happy version of him yeah, is a clone. clone. The spa to help rejuvenate you essentially clones you, so everything is new and brand new. You've never felt anything. You've never tasted stuff before because you're a brand new born, brand new baby essentially yeah. born like at the age that you did the spa, and to do this. They kill your old version and bury you in a hole, in a shallow, shallow grave. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. but that's the other thing. Um, right. uh, the, this is all illegal, so yeah. um, <laughs> that's why you have to be referred. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So this is not like an alternate universe where, or, 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 or a future where this is normal. Yeah. No one knows this is happening. Yeah. But the idea is the spa will kill you, yeah. make a clone of you, and your clone will have all your memories, and your clone would think, oh, I've just gone to a spa, I come out, I feel great, and it's amazing. Yeah. But in actual fact, there are brand new spanking person yeah the 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 real you are now in a shallow grave somewhere yeah. except something had r- gone wrong in the procedure old miles which is the name of the guy the miles is the name of the guy mm-hmm. old miles which is how we're going to refer to him yeah. had not died yeah he wakes up in a shallow grave comes out and comes home and finds out there's an imposter yeah in his home new miles new miles <laughs> and so the show is about the two of them mm. about them uh oh shoot we forgot the spoiler alert oh well yeah uh, <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert uh, we, we've already <laughs> but, but the idea is about the two miles trying to kind of get um used to the fact that they're a clone now yeah. there's another version of them walking around yeah and i think here is where the divide is between me and peter mm. My view of this show originally was, oh, this is a look into what it's like to live with a clone version yourself running around, mm-hmm. not causing m- m- uh, a muck, not causing havoc, but to see how a different version of you can live. Mm-hmm. I thought it was to look at the psychological effects it will have, what effects it will have on your relationship, all that kind of stuff, which is why... I didn't enjoy the show that much mm. because it didn't give me that. Yeah, like, it that didn't was, do that, that at It all. didn't do that. It, it's essentially a comedy, yeah. a rom-com, mm-hmm. and um, a slight farce as well. It is farcical. It is, like, yeah, it is it farcical. Is farce. um, so uh, me going in watching this as if it was a serious TV show mm. left me very dissatisfied mm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Now, Peter went in thinking this was funny. Yeah, I, I went in very differently, okay, because mm. um, I also, like, Serena watched this um, without realising that it was only episode, that there was only eight, eight episodes, episodes, yeah, and that there were only half an hour episodes yeah. each, okay? So I, I, I looked at it and go like, oh, it's literally 30 minutes and there's only eight episodes. Yep. So immediately when I looked at that, I was like, okay, so it can't go into too much details, it won't go into this whole mm-hmm. um, you know, psycho psychoanalysis of you know the psyche and how yep, clones yep. would react to each other and stuff like that. So, wait, is that fair though? I'm sorry, is this no, no, the, totally the, not, totally not fair. But that's just because I saw no, no. that. What I meant is, is it fair to when we watch a TV show to actually go and see how many episodes is expected no, and no, to no. make a judgment on yeah. that? Like, yeah. I mean, no, but, nowadays with Netflix, you would think that is something you can do because yeah. it's always out all yeah. the time. Yeah. But that's not something you could do before, right? No, but it's also. Um, I would also just say, you know, the show also doesn't kind of sell itself in the way you described it. Yeah. Because whatever we see is very funny and, and, and comedic in yeah. nature, right? Yeah. And um, I guess having Paul Rudd as the main character kind of gives <laughs> you that, like, like um, direction anyway. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so I saw it. I saw the length and saw the number of episodes. I was like, okay, this isn't going to be one of those deep yeah, analysis yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to watch it as more of like a bit of like a scared, a bit mm. more of like a um, uh, just, I guess... Uh, lighthearted. Lighthearted kind of show. Um, I would kind of describe the show. It, it's, it's a commentary on, um, on you know, people having issues with themselves mm. wishing that they could change yeah wishing they could change but then coming to the realization that your your image of the perfect self may not be actually that great or or that or that you know your perfect image of yourself can still have issues 
Mm, basically, mm, right? Mm, mm, so it's more kind of, it, it's a it's a brief commentary on that idea. I would mm. say this show is. Um, so when I looked at the show and when I was watching it, um, I thought that did fairly well in that sense. Yep. You know, it, it did that um, that facet of the show quite mm. well. Uh, what you can't go into this show is um, thinking that there's going to be this like big mystery or deep mm. um, uh, deep plot. Yeah. Um, there are so many plot holes in this show, oh, yeah. so many inconsistencies mm. in this show, and if don't look into things too, deeply. too deeply because they don't make sense. Yep. You just have to kind of accept it and, and move along, yep. basically, because okay. otherwise the show just fails. Yeah. Um, so but, I didn't. I didn't also... go in. I didn't go into thinking that I need to do that. So yeah, like, okay. I looked at it and go like, oh, that's that's just silly. But okay, whatever. Let's just continue. And and so it was okay for me. I'm not saying it was a brilliant show. Uh-huh. I did enjoy it though. Right. For for a multitude of reasons, but which will do you not agree that there are certain scenes or certain sequences of scenes mm. that are in there for the sake of being weird and strange? Yeah. That wasn't necessary. And if they had gotten rid of it. They could have delved into any of the issues we talked about a little bit more Potentially, deeply. Potentially, I, I still don't think, you know, I mean, I, I, I guess, you know, in particular, we're thinking two scenes in particular that was quite unnecessary and mm. actually pointless. Mm. Um, but I don't necessarily think that even if you take those scenes out, mm-hmm. it would have given enough time for them to delve into True. those issues. Because um, when you're actually talking about those in-depth issues, like yeah. you know, it's like identity crisis and you know what makes you you, for example, yeah. um, I, I don't think those ten five like ten fifteen minutes is enough to, to go mm. to give me a satisfying answer. Yeah, so True. I would. I'd rather they do this and I'd actually just not talk about that at all okay. um, rather than kind of be half hours and talk about it a bit but then leave me really, really dissatisfied. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd much rather just, you know, let's just say that, you know, these happen and this is the result and mm-hmm. we'll just go from there. I think I preferred it that way. Okay. Um, so obviously Serena wasn't too big of a fan of this show. <laughs> but I, I tried. I tried to keep... A, an open mind. I try to positive, positive. outlook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, there's too much. I, I can't. You're, gonna, you're going to go into this using a new Serena. Yes, <laughs> that again, old Serena. That that I think contributed to my clenching. Like I might have been watching this and I'm clenching my team. I'm gonna like this so much. I'm gonna like the fuck out of this. <laughs> and instead, every single time they had that that strange kind of. Yeah. Techno electronic music thing that sounded like a video game going off in the I middle like of it. That music. Uh, it just, I just wince and and clench, <laughs> 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 and I'll be like, "Oh God, what is what is what is this music?" I don't know. I was, uh, I'll talk about the music in a second, but okay, okay, okay. Uh, but I th- felt um, like the production quality of this mm. was not too bad. Mm. Um, it was a very small cast. Mm. Uh, let's see. What 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 would I say is good about it? The CG, the CG was good. Mm. Um, you know, at no point did you actually see a green screen. That's not that's yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> but, low, low bars to set off. Start well, off with. <laughs> I'm trying here. I'm trying to because you forget. I've been watching like Orphan Black. Mm. And that stuff is amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. Like they're sitting next to each other, they're interacting with each other, they're passing things from one to the other. Here, it's very obvious that they're always on the opposite side of the room. Yeah. Or on when the car, there's like a clear divide. Like you mm. could say, oh, I could see how they made this, right? Yeah, like yeah. because obviously they just put a line in the middle yeah. of the room and just uh, don't cross it when yeah, you're filming. Yeah, apart from that last fight where they was yeah. interaction, otherwise everything else was very... Yeah, but even that last fight, you could say, oh, body double because you never see the face. Yeah. You know, the back of the head. So it's like, I've been up, I think I've been a bit spoiled mm. by Orphan Black. So I'm watching this as like, oh yeah, it's a fair effort. Mm. Um, Let's see. Another good things. Mm, God. Um, why don't I, why don't I just go <laughs> because I think like <laughs> instead of instead of getting Serena to to you know be you know uh, 
jaw clenching and trying to utter things that she feel, feels is good about her. I actually did enjoy a lot of this show, so let me just say why I enjoyed it. Maybe that would be better. <laughs> okay, and that might trigger some think, uh, some memories. And I'll be like, oh yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um. So I think the one thing that I actually really, really enjoyed about mm. this show is um the way it was filmed. Actually, the mm. the, the the cinematography of this show, in the sense that um. The show plays a lot on the fact that you have different perspectives, okay? So you've got, obviously, old Miles' perspective of the show, you've got new Miles' perspective of the show, and then you've got the wife's perspective of the show. Uh, And so amongst the eight episodes, each episode is kind of um, framed from a different person's perspective and filmed in that person's perspective. Mm. Um, And one of the really interesting things is they revisit... The, the same, same scenes. So at the start, you'll see, um, you know, the Miles, old Miles and his wife sitting uh, in a kitchen and having breakfast. having breakfast. And basically old Miles was just not paying attention to the wife. And, and because he and, was having a midlife crisis. He was wondering, should I spend $50,000 yeah. on a spa experience? Yeah. And that's all he was caring yeah, so about. You, so the, obviously in that episode, you only see his side of of the story um and then from the wife's point point of view view in like a later episode you see that you know she's been doing um she's actually having uh she has like a a A dating profile a dating profile that she's made because she feels you know she's unappreciated by the husband and in that episode you hear you see her like looking at the phone constantly because like there's like pop-up and she's kind of she's getting messages from these random men um and she's 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 looking at them, but she's also not acting on them. Because mm. she's kind of afraid as well. Yeah. Uh, but she's obviously focusing on that. And so, but when you put the two scenes together, you can actually see that interaction happening in the yeah. background of the, of the other scene. So, and there's multiple things like that yeah. in, in this show. Yeah. Um, obviously, with old Miles looking at how new Miles is interacting with his life yep. and then you see the flip side of that how yep. how the new mouse is enjoying is that enjoying life. that life um i was telling serena it, that type of cinematography reminds me of the, an old japanese film called um uh rashomon rashomon um where basically you never know what the truth is because everything is told from a different person's perspective mm-hmm. and not that there's a, a truth in this but Every individual person has their own perspective of what's important and how they experience their own, how they're experiencing this particular situation right now. Um, And I think that was a really good way of filming. Mm. Um, I I will admit they do use that uh, repeating trope trope (laughs) a lot. Yeah. And sometimes it kind of goes like, I don't need to see this episode again. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I understand what you're trying to say. I could get it already, yeah. right? Like, old Miles going to be pissed off about this uh, this stuff. The new Miles will be happy about the stuff. I get it. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed um, that kind of uh, 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 way of filming. Mm. I think it's a very good way of telling a story in some, mm. in some respects. Um, I also... Talking about the music, I know Serena hates the music. Look, I I agree the music can be quite um, irritating. Irritating, but because there's two themes, there's two distinctive themes in this show, right? Mm. Um, one's the techno kind of really happy, mm. the one that you don't like. Um, <laughs> but there's a, there's a second th- there's a second theme which is um, it's not. It's not depressing, but it's it's kind of um, uh, I can't think of the word. I literally thought of the word before, and now I can't think. When of it. you've given up, like uh, when you uh, surrendered. No, it it it's kind of um, unsettling. Oh, okay. So it's got that unsettling feel. Like it, it's it's not. It's like you know. I, I don't know if you if you ever felt this, but like you know, really, really low frequency. Yeah. Like really low frequency vibrations yep. tend to unsettle people. Yep. Like mm. it's like that mm. kind of mm. um feel. Okay. Some old horror movies sometimes do that where you yeah, have that yeah, whole, yeah. like that 
doom kind of like sound where there's no music it's just a yeah you're, you're, yeah you're waiting for it to crescendo you're waiting for it, something to happen and it's not yeah. happening you're like just come on <laughs> um but so so there's two distinctive themes mm. and and generally not all the time but mm. generally when you're looking at the show from new Mars perspective it's the happy techno kind of like mm. theme that's mm-hmm. playing and then when you've got old miles perspective it's the you know unsettling dreary kind of like music that that plays in the background um i I like how um maybe it's because i like uh musicals that does that like Mm. you know musicals musicals tend to have themes for each Each character character, yeah and you know when that person arrives that Mm. that scene usually plays i Mm -hmm. i like that idea yeah um so i kind of enjoyed that in in here as well so while i agree the the music could be better yeah i i did enjoy it in that respect okay well okay um Okay, this reminded me something that I do enjoy, Mm. so I think I should mention it before I forget it. (laughs) Um, I do enjoy how you can tell very easily which one's new miles, which one's old miles, Mm. without it being too overt. Mm. So he has chosen a few things to make it obvious to you. who which one is which. Mm. Like Mm. from just the subtle expressions on his face. Like one... His eyes are a bit wider, like he's just a yeah, little bit he's... more awake, right? Yeah. Whereas other ones kind of like I'm kind of tired, tired with <laughs> life. Obviously, there's the whole like slight scruff on one and yeah. non-scruff on the other, which makes me wonder how the wife could not see that. Yeah. Like you could tell when someone has a three o'clock shadow and when someone is like cleanly shaved. Yeah. Like I don't know about you, but when when Andrew comes home, if if he's shaved, I could tell when he's shaved or not. It's like. Oh, you've made the effort. Whereas the other one's like, oh my God, you haven't shaved for three days. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> right? Like, you know, that his, his wife just doesn't notice some of these things, like the hair. One of them cut, like combs in his hair. Yeah. The other does not. Like, how could you not tell that? Like, mm. But they're subtle enough that you're like, okay. I, when I say comb and not comb, I'm not saying he has a bird's nest. It's just one has a bit more tough. Yeah. Well, the other one's like a little bit slicked back. Mm. And it, it's just... Because obviously you have the same actor acting yeah. both. You you can't have one have an extreme haircut Makeup. unless yeah, unless yeah. you know they're filming on completely different days or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I appreciated those bits because it's like, oh, New Miles really is very happy yeah. and very you know, even the way he sits, it's yeah. like he's very upright. He's yeah. very um, uh, yeah. Which is you could tell when when he had to go and when the two of them had to go and see the spa mm. attendants to ask them what the hell is going on yeah. or later on when he's confronted by when both of them are confronted by his wife saying what the hell is going on and they both sit like one one was very primly in yeah. in his on the sofa and his knees are together and his back is straight and his hands in his lap the other one's just kind of like slouches and kind of like melts into a <laughs> pile on the seat and it's just like eh, what you have a problem with that yeah. you know that kind of thing um, it also makes it so that uh, for most of the movie, I just hoped old Miles had died. Yeah. <laughs> right? I'm like, oh, well, you you really are a waste of space, aren't you? Like, you know, because you have the uh, contrast with new Miles mm. appreciating everything and being happy with everything. And you have old Miles who just... Whines. Who whines. Like, okay. You have someone who's willing to go to work every day for you while you sit at home and do nothing except to write your story, eat ice cream and play video games. Well, that was the part when I got you know, a little bit annoyed. You have to, the free time, especially with NaNoWriMo yeah, this yeah, month. Yeah. Um, you have all the freaking free time in the world to write that script that you want and you end up watching wasting porn. it and watching, <laughs> yeah, watching porn and, and playing video games. I'm like, and then not even appreciating the guy who's doing this or all, yeah. all this for you and just kind of like assume, yeah, that's what you're going to do. That's mm. what you're here for. Like when, when that kind of stuff, I'm I, like, like when he, when he says like, that's what I, that's what I like, that's what I'm paying you. Like, you didn't pay him. Like that's like, yeah. It's like, I mean, you do realize he is literally a living person now. Yeah. So, you know, and he's doing you a freaking favor. Yeah. Like, you know, he's helping you get laid with your wife. <laughs> so it's just, I felt he was like, wow, you really are a dick and you should have died back then. <laughs> um, and I think I was I was pleasantly surprised by how the writers were able to make me flip in mm. my uh, my 
uh, opinion. Not that I wish New Miles to die. No, I I, I like him still. Yeah. But but you think because I guess um, when we were watching the first half of the show, yeah. we always think that geez, the wife should just be with New Miles. Yeah. And old Miles can just go away. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> like he should just go and be the writer that he wants be a single guy go out some do your own thing whatever right but somewhere along the way they this is when the wife's episode happened mm. right like yeah. after you discovered that you see from the wife's point of view that she wasn't exactly happy yeah, with the, the marriage or whatever and which was why it made me even felt oh she really should go with new miles mm. But it was also at that moment that I realized that she was also a flawed human being a little. And then you kind of realize, ah, she really is kind of perfect for the old Miles because the old Miles is kind of jaded and broken. And she is also jaded and broken. And I'm like, she can't be with new Miles. New Miles is really exhausting. She is very energetic. And, you know, she's not young anymore. And he's very young. Like He's just bouncing around. It's like, oh, let's do this. Let's do this. And she's kind of like... Uh, no, that's a, this no, is a no, like no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go back with old Miles now. Thank I, I, you I think very it's, much. It's, it's nice in the sense that, as you said, like she understands that she is flawed. Yeah, and so she can't be with someone that's so perfect. And this is the part when we're talking about that commentary about that like perfection that yeah. you, you think it's like perfection in itself may not be that great of a thing. No. Because it is tiring. Yes. Being perfect is tiring. No, no, not for the person being perfect. No, but for the people around him. <laughs> especially the people around him. It's like, you know, the 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 like, you know, the the wife wakes up in the morning and, you know, New Miles has, you know, bought in five different types of breakfast yeah. and everything's ready for her to have, you know, breakfast in bed and all she wants is a coffee. A cup of coffee and then she's going to go to work. Yeah. It's like I don't have I don't have energy. Oh, I don't have energy to do with all this right now. Yeah. So I just want the coffee and I'm yeah. gonna go. And and you can see that. Yeah. Um. And it it's also nice because I, I think when we look back in this at this story, it's in it's interesting to see that it, it's important when people go through experiences together. Yeah. Because you then travel along the same path together. You age together. You age together. Yeah. Um, yes, you may have disagreements and you'll have, you know, um, issues and, yeah. and, and, and or whatever, but those those aging and those flaws that you mm. that you go to kind of grow together is important. Yes. Because it keeps – it's also what's keeping you in line with each other, right? Yes. Um, whereas with the new miles that we see, he doesn't have enough that – well, the thing we were actually talking about this previously. It's not that he doesn't have those memories because yeah. supposedly New Miles has all of these memories. He yeah. understands that all of these things happened. Yeah, but because he's so optimistic and so new, yeah, he downplays a lot of those issues. Yeah, um, and just focuses on the. He good just parts. wants to please her. Yeah, right. like, and that is not something. That's tiring. That's tiring. That's um, and especially when in that episode when she basically is like, why are we not fighting? Like, this is the point where yeah, we, we would fight. fight. Yeah. And, and, and the he new just apologizes. And, and new mom's like, I'm sorry. Like, and, and she's like, don't say sorry. It's like, you know, like, <laughs> like, that's not what's supposed to happen. Yeah. And I think it's it was nice for the show to kind of uh, like acknowledge that, that, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's the case. <laughs> it... it, it... In a way, as a romance, that point, it kind of gives the rest of the world hope in the way it's like, you know, just because you argue in a relationship doesn't mean you're not perfect for each other, Mm. right? And that was a good message until they kind of ruined it in the end by having the three of them being in a relationship at Uh, the end. Like, it's like, what would have been perfect for me was Mm. if New Miles managed to get a new Kate clone. Like, like. Kate gets a clone of her. New Kate goes with New Miles. They go live happily ever after. Yeah. Old Miles and old Kate goes and live happily ever after. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> Instead, we have here, Kate suddenly gets pregnant because she slept with both Miles. And doesn't and, know which one is know, the father. <laughs> yeah, and you can't even test it DNA-wise because both of them are the... I, Same person. <laughs> DNA identical. So... Instead, they end the movie with that... The cheesiest of cheesy lines. It's like, we're going to have a baby. I agree that 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 last part was like 
so uh. unbearably <laughs> cheesy and it was just like oh i was like don't say it don't say it don't say it. and then and then that hug at the end i was like oh that was so awkward uh, yeah I, know. I don't know whether you've ever um okay i've watched some shows like uh oh like um like what was that recent tv show that we watched about the space uh the, the half of the crew like half of the cast in that movie went up into space to try and find the oh, space another life. yes another life you know how there was a threesome in there oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay a lot of movies and shows have shown this trope where it's like threesomes don't work yeah no matter what you think is happening there one person is left out like yeah. they're they're not really in there as much yeah, as the yeah, other yeah, two yeah. are right so in living with yourself at the end you have these two guys who are now in this permanent relationship with this woman because they have a child together. Mm. You don't know who the real father is, right? I don't know what they're trying to say here. I don't see a happy ending. Oh, no. Right? No. Like, New Miles is forever going to be the third wheel. Yeah. You know, he's not. He's not. Like, what? Are they going to introduce him as an uncle? That's the only way, right? Well, are you, are you really going to confuse a child? Like, no matter what age that child gets, yeah. are you ever going to tell him the re- the reality of, that's not your uncle, that's your dad's clone? Even if you were to say that, it's like, one of them is your father. We don't know which one. Yeah. Do you, like, as, you as want, a human, yeah, like, no, right. you as an individual, do you want your parents to tell you, I'm not too sure who your father is? <laughs> could be your father, or it could be the guy who you think is your uncle, but is actually a clone of your father's. Like, do you want to know that? I don't think I do. <laughs> and I, I can't see how that would be happy. I, I, it's just another one of those, oh, we're going to make this show weird because we can. Mm-hmm. And that ending is going to be, oh, we're going to, this is a new definition of a nuclear family. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's just like, oh, yeah. uh, don't think about it too deeply. Don't think about it too deeply. Yeah. Look, look there, there are obviously a lot of issues with this show. Yes. Um, I'm not saying there isn't. No, I no, no. Agree no. There I, I, is. I, 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 um, yeah, it's 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 issues like that that you kind of just like, don't don't think about yeah. it too much, or or you know, or it's like you know, um, like really unreasonable actions that some of the people do. It's like I mean, for how exact- how quickly are you going to jump to the whole? I'm going to kill my clone. <laughs> like who? I mean, yes, he's a clone, but he's still a human being. What normal rational people would be like? I'm going to go and kill them. This <laughs> is just that's just. No, I was just, I was even more thinking more mundane stuff like, you know, when we're talking about how, um, okay, so you've got new miles, you've got old miles. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks. Why is there only one freaking phone between the two of them? <laughs> Did no one decide that, you know, maybe I should buy another phone for the other guy? Uh, I mean, they, they're good enough to give the other guy an apartment, but yeah. not a phone. No. Like, why? It's like, <laughs> oh, New Miles, you need to hold on to my phone because you're doing all the work and the company needs to call you. Yeah. So okay. that's fine. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. That makes so sense. So Old Miles should get a new phone so New Miles could contact him yeah. in case of anything. Like if they end up going to the same party at the same time, <laughs> you might want to tell Old Miles, oh, I'm getting roped by your wife to go to this party. You better not show up. Mm. No, 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 no communication is required. Mm. He could just walk around without a phone. Yeah, and then he'll go end up in a party and sees his clone there, and have to say, "Oh, he's my twin." Yeah, right. Like, it was kind of like, uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So look, there there are obviously quite a lot of, lot of issues in this show if you look if you think too deeply about it. Yeah. Um, oh, but what I I will say though, I really enjoyed. Um, there was I think there was one scene that I really enjoyed, which is between like new miles and old miles, um, where. Where uh, old Miles realizes that the new Miles has like rewritten his script, and then he was basically just saying, you know, this is my life. You like, how dare you change my stuff? And new Miles just like, well, it's not. This is not boring and whatever. Yeah. And he's just sitting there, just playing, you know, um, like just building his model or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, and how, and then he, he, and then the old Miles goes like, you're like some, you're 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 in this power trip. You're like you're like this. Dr. Jekyll. Oh. Like, and, and the new boss is like, actually, you mean Mr. Hyde. Uh, Dr. Jekyll's the good guy. Maybe you should pick up a book sometime. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just really love that. Like, I just really like that scene. Like, where, just the, where New Miles is standing up for himself no, a little no, bit. No, and not only that, but just like that, that kind of like... That Sibling s- kind of... Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, it was just... I, I found it really funny. Like, um, that, that kind of like 
smirk that he had at the okay. like it was like maybe should get a book sometime. It's like uh, I don't know. I just well, I actually now that, that that was enjoyable, but as I said just then, it was because that's when Miles starts to new Miles yeah. start to not take old Miles shit anymore mm. because old Miles just tells him to do stuff and he goes and does it right. Like, mm. he's like oh, I'll go and do your prom- I'll do your pitch, I'll do whatever, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, now it's like you know, well, you tell me. You know, after I I woo your wife, you come and take over, and you go and have sex with your wife. You know, well, fuck you. I'm gonna go and rewrite your script. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, your script was terrible. I'm gonna fix it. It's just like, you know, he, he begins to understand his worth, right? Yeah. He begins to understand. Look, he's the better person, mm. and well, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I think. Um, on another note, you know how you were saying, oh, this is a commentary on like how. You wish to be a better self, mm. but if you ever saw your better self, you might not get along with them mm-hmm. just because the reason why you can't be that person is because you just can't be. And if mm. you become, if you see a version version of yourself like that, you'd hate them because it just highlights it all the shortcomings yeah. that you have. Um, I got a different uh, message from that. Mm. And that was more from the start of the show than anything else, mm. which was when Miles went the one and only Miles went to the spa. Yep. He sees another person come out of the spa and he's like all radiant and happy and stuff. Yeah. And Miles says, oh, how many times have you been to the spa? Mm. And the guy's like, oh, it's my sixth time. It's fantastic. Mm. At that point, you don't really realize what the spa is. Mm. But when you think back on it after watching the whole show, you realize, okay, so this guy had gotten himself killed. Six times. Six times. Like he had been cloned mm. being completely happy for a while yeah and then he goes straight back to his rut mm. goes back to the the spa again mm. like he's done the six times so no matter what kind of refresh you have made you are still essentially you they haven't changed you because yeah. you're still your dna yeah. they're just giving you a fresh look on life mm. and people don't change mm. they continue down the same path <laughs> Go down this, make the same mistakes, get bored with life mm. again, and they come back. So it's it kind of makes me lose hope, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like all of this is a short term kind of fix, yeah. Right? You, you can be happy for a little while, but you cannot stay happy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like it's just <laughs> oh, that that got that got dark. <laughs> I might be a very pessimistic person, which is why I really? watched. Yeah. <laughs> I would have never figured that out, Serena. You, a pessimistic person? No way. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but no, but I do agree on that point. Like, yeah. it, it does kind of, it does kind of bring back, like, oh, like, eventually, yeah, you probably will go back, go back to how you were, yeah. no matter what you do. Um, I do. I will say one thing. Like, I guess because I, I guess apart from these two miles. All the all the other people that have been through this process don't know that yeah. they are clones. Yeah, um, which is why when the when the new Miles tells his the colleague co- colleague who referred them, like like they were really shocked because it was like, what what do you mean? Like, am I a clone? Uh, and and yeah, I I guess um, I'd lost I've lost track of that when that scene happened. Like, I thought the colleague knew he was a clone, yeah, yeah. but. He hadn't like he was just like wait is this some sick joke why am I why is there a version of myself in the ground yeah like, well that's because you're a clone yeah and I think um that was a loose end though they never actually showed anything about that colleague after that scene no yeah no um are we saying um I guess in, in this situation where they do know that they are a clone would they still go down that path then yes you think they will I'm a pessimist. Uh-huh. I do not think. Look, if the idea was New Miles finds out that he's a clone mm. and he had gone ahead and done what they had first planned, he'll fly off to another island somewhere. Mm. He would have had a different life mm. because he understands he's a clone mm. and he will try to be as different from the old Miles as he possibly can because mm. he's trying to find himself. Yeah. Except he's in love with his wife and decides to stay. Yeah. Um, I can only just assume that they both becomes like 
sad Miles. <laughs> <laughs> like, just different levels of sad <laughs> Miles. <laughs> I, I don't know, because do you, can you imagine either of them ever finishing that script and becoming a script writer? Well, no, because no, they don't agree on the script to begin with. So, <laughs> right? Like, as, well, or even if they were to write a, like, you know, do you think, okay, so old Miles is going to keep his job if they let him keep his job, mm. because that's also something that you never actually yeah. <laughs> figure out. What would new Miles do? What, like, new Miles would write the script, new Miles would do the writing. Old Miles will get really angry and try to kill him again. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't I don't know I don't I I can't. I mean look as I said you know we can't th- we can't think of this too no. deeply because it doesn't Makes allow sense. you to no. the show isn't meant to be taken like that no um but okay would okay obviously this whole show is is on the uh you know premise premises that you know um old Miles had come back to life uh-huh. and that's how this all began yeah if old Miles doesn't come back to love ha- like how he was meant to be. Like if he was supposed to die. If yeah. he was supposed to deactivate it, as they say. <laughs> um, and it it did happen. Yeah. Would his life have worked out how he wanted to? No. You could have seen it from every other person <laughs> who's done this already and done this multiple times. He would have continued on his life, hmm. been completely happy for probably a year. Hmm. And then slowly go through his midlife crisis again hmm. and go back to the... Go, because you also have to remember, if old Miles had not died, hmm. new Miles would never have gotten his money back. Yeah. The money that they were supposed hmm. to go to get get a child. Yeah. Um, now, we we don't actually know whether it was new Miles or old Miles who impregnated the wife. Yeah. Right? So... They will still have that issue heading, hanging over them. Mm. It will drag on their marriage. They would. But but uh, I don't know. I, I, I disagree with that because mm. the whole point of old Miles not wanting to go was he feels it, it's kind of a bit of emasculation that he needs to test his uh, test yeah. his sperm, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't think new Miles would have that issue. Oh no no, I'm not saying that. So uh, so so new like no because the wife one of the one of the the biggest gripes the wife had was that old Miles would just never go and test. No no, but I'm saying they don't have the money to go and test. He spent it all in the spa. No, the testing part isn't that. Expensive. Yeah, but they can't do the IVF. They can't do the IVF, but if they all all she wants is just go test it, right? Right. Okay. So her gripe, her yep. biggest gripe was the fact that. We've told we want this, and yep. you said you want this, but you're never yep. going to do it. Yeah. Okay. If then he goes and tests it, and they, and it's fine, then they will know. Well, actually, then we don't need to go down IVF anyway yeah. because uh. you know it's okay. We know we're both okay. But they're not having any children. Well, you know, eventually they probably would anyway. Yeah. But if that's the thing, though, if you know that both of you are physically okay, yeah, then IVF is just an option. But yeah. not the only option. Yeah. It's not like, you know, actually you guys have some issues. IVF is your only option, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I feel like that probably wouldn't have been the reason been the reason yeah. why that I I agree that it probably still wouldn't have worked in later yeah. in later on because I, 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 I do get your point about how eventually humans don't change. Humans don't change and, and we no. eventually will go we will eventually go down that that path. Yeah. But I don't know. I, no, I'm, no, a bit I, more I, I'm saying that um, even though I'm saying that they're going to go repeat the same situation again, I don't mean that their wedding, I don't mean that their marriage would end, mm. right? Because it means that they'll go through the, get, go down the same path. He'll get dissatisfied with his life, go to the spa again, come back new and woo his wife again. <laughs> so it's just like their marriage goes through up and downs, but it never breaks because he'll go go away and come back as a new man. Yeah. I guess in, in that sense, though, it just means that they never address no. the issues. No, yeah. Like, they, they, it's just always just... Um, they never have to because yeah, he, he it, never... They'll, feels... they'll just always postpone that issue yeah. Yeah. so that they never actually have to deal with it. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of sad, though, if you think about it that way. Yeah, but I think at the same time, uh, nowadays... We have a lot of um, a lot of movies and shows and TV shows that tells us we need to get to the bottom of things, right? Mm. Have heart to heart and come out with the truth, right? Yeah. So that everyone can be 
happy. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. Being happy is great and everything. Um, but I think this is going to get a bit philosophical. <laughs> uh, I think nowadays everyone's getting sold on the idea of everyone should be happy. Everyone should aim for their dream job. Mm. They should love their job. They should love their life. If they don't love their life, they should make changes. And they should grab it. The, yeah, they yeah, should yeah. find it. Yeah, they Go should find out. the thing <laughs> that would make them happy and do that. I can imagine if you talk to anyone, say, 50 years ago, they'll be like, what the fuck are you going on about? <laughs> You, if you ever watched Mad Men, yeah. there was a line in there which I really like. You know, I, I don't, I, I don't agree. Well, I, I semi agree with it, but it was so pessimistic. Like it was to the point where even me, I was like, Ugh. Um, Mad Men. Like the guy was saying, you know, kids these days they're talking about finding that job that you know they're. The job that they love. What are they talking about? You know, when we were finding a job, we just find the job, the first place that would hire us. That is our fucking career. We'll make it work, <laughs> right? You don't. There's who would do the job otherwise? Someone has to do. You know, everyone has to do a job, mm. right? Not everyone can be an artist. If everyone's a freaking artist, who the hell cooks the food? Like yeah. it, it's just you know, and it's true. Right, like it is very true. So, because of how media, mm. all media now, modern media is telling you you have to be happy with your job. There's so many people dissatisfied with their mm. job because they feel like, oh, I'm not completely in love with my job, therefore I'm not living the life I should lead. Yeah, and they're like, well, no, not everyone can. Only very few people are lucky enough mm. to be able to find that perfect job. Yeah. and for everyone else. You just make it work. Yeah. And I, 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 I think this is also going to be slightly controversial. Mm. Um, everyone can have their dream job of what they want to do. Yeah. But not everyone is equipped to do that. Yeah. So I... They might not be good at it. Exactly. And they might not be able to live off the money. It's uh, like... It's it, more like, what are you willing to trade off to do that? Yeah, it, it's like, you know, no, because like some, some dream jobs can be really good, mm. I don't say, but can you actually do it? Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, like you could want, you may want to be, you know, world number one in a particular sport, but if you can't play that sport yeah. or if you're just not good at it, at that sport, yeah. it's never going to happen. Well, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, you want to be a musician. You want to be a songwriter. Mm. Great. You're a terrible songwriter. You can still write songs for your, you know, in your life, you know, for your living, mm. but you might have to live off instant noodles for the rest of your life and live in a shoebox, and you probably only play like on the street mm. as a busker. If you're okay with that, you're doing the job you love. Yeah, you're not good at it. Mm. No one would pay you when you're busking on the street because your music is terrible. Mm. But you know, if you're willing for that trade-off, you get to live the life of you know, you get to you do the, the job, job you, you, want. you want. Yeah, right. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's just, it, it, I feel the same way about relationships in a way. Mm. You know, the whole... You find your true love. Everyone can find, find their, their true, true love. love. And, and, if it's, and, you know, and if, you know, the relationship requires you to work, then obviously it's not your true love because true love should be easy. And, mm. uh, yeah. <laughs> this is this is getting a little as i said this is getting a little philosophical it means that it's getting late we're getting tired we're getting hungry yeah. we need to end this yeah. now normally we would tell people what we're going to do for the next episode mm. we have decided we're going to do something different like season four you know season four tr triggered point we're going to have a new thing we're not going to tell you what we're going to do next mm. <laughs> we have decided that mm, on multiple occasions we have locked ourselves into a TV show, a book or something that we had no clue on what it's about. We were like, oh, this premise looks good. We should do this for the next show. And we announce it. We tell everyone we're going to do this. And we go watch it. And we hate it. And we hate it. Like, it, it hate it to the point where we the, there isn't even stuff for us to talk about. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, well, no, no, we don't even hate it. We're just ambivalent yeah. about it. We're looking at watch it like, oh, it's a shit show. I don't even care enough about it to rant about it. Yeah. And that makes it a terrible episode for you to listen to. Mm. And um, look, 
I hate to make a judgment on our readers, oh, sorry, our listeners. I message us if we're if I'm wrong in this, <laughs> but I don't think I am. I don't think a large percentage of our listeners actually go out and read the books or watch the shows that we tell them to. <laughs> like a month in advance, we tell them to. I don't think any of them do it. <laughs> so, if you do, you do. You let me know. Let me know. Let me know that you know you 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 hang on to our every word, and then the moment the episode finishes, you rush out and you go and buy the show, or you go watch the show, and and then you sit and you do your homework and you do your homework, <laughs> and you and you you wait in, with bated breath for our next episode to come on to see whether we have the same views as you. If you do that, let me know, and then we might you know reconsider changing the format again. But for now, I feel like we would give a we would well. Peter recommended this, but I completely agree. It would we would have a better experience for all our listeners if we first vet the thing that we're gonna watch, mm. right? We both go. We we've made the decision. We already know what we're gonna do next next yeah. month, but we then go and finish watching it or reading it or whatever it is we do, and then we decide whether we actually have anything to talk about. Yeah. Whether the show is really worth us spending or wasting your one hour listening to us ramble about it. Yeah. And if it is, then we make a show about it. Hmm. If it isn't, we make a different decision and we go and do something else. Yeah. And you guys will be none the wiser. And you will be none the wiser. So, and we, wouldn't, we wouldn't feel like we're obliged to do the show that we don't like because we've announced it. Yes. Basically. Yes. Um, so we're not going to tell you what we're going to do next month. Hmm. Just be aware. We we know. We know what we are. We're, what? we're not we're not being lazy here. Yeah. We're not going to be like one week before recording. We then decide. No, no, we're not doing that. We have we still made our decision. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to vet everything. We're going to watch and stuff before we start talking to you. Hopefully, this would mean we have more good things to recommend you. Hmm. Like you know, and if we have anything to rant about, it becomes even more. Um, it's more entertaining. It's more entertaining <laughs> when we when we when we rant about stuff, and. Um, yeah. So, after saying all that, I think it's time to sign off. Hmm. Um, do you want to do the honours? Uh, Season 4, Episode 1. <laughs> you can find us on our website at www.triggerpointfm.com forward slash 37. We are on Twitter at triggerpointfm. You can email at questions at triggerpointfm.com. I will clap, but then it will sound really bad on the recording. So I'm saying, yay, Peter. Yay. I have a cheat sheet. Great <laughs> <laughs> really cheat sheet. Great, great skill. <laughs> uh, but uh, in that case, we yeah. shall see everyone next, next time. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye.